I wouldn't ask you guys to lay out the money until I actually confirmed everything was in there. You had it in hand. Right. I got you. That way we didn't get a brick in a box. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's dirty, that's, but that's still funny. You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve, and Sid. Yield. I waited for some music. I assume you didn't update everybody's trophy count. No, I did. You did? Yeah. That's what. That was another reason why I was a little bit late. Well, normally you clear it. That's why I say I saying that. No, no, it's done. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trophy Wars. This is episode four hundred eighty-nine. I'm your host, Tricky Mick, alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend. It's Alex. Well, that was a real lame duck introduction to the show. There. You know, if I could do the dog, the dog laugh from. Duck Hunt, I so would insert it right here. No, Tricky, I'm all that little expose between you and Yield, I'm leaving that in the show. No, you're not. <laughs> Bullshit, I'm editing, and I'm not taking it out. Take it out. No. Don't make me re-edit your edit. Don't, don't do that, because I edit better than you anyway. Okay. I've had numerous complaints about your edit, sir. Oh, really? Numerous complaints. About what? Hold on. Oh, it's going down now. No, I'm trying to get something for Yield. Oh, you're trying to get something for me? Oh, the dog laugh? Yeah, hold on. There you go. See, only only old school gamers would get that reference. Yeah. So, you, Alex has got to take all that out of the show, too. Cause no, I know. Exactly no, he's going to leave it all in. We're rolling with it, baby. How you boys doing? Oh, he brings you awesome. It's I yield to no one. Oh yeah, just yeah, just, I'm here. Whatever. How you boys doing? Doing all right. I'm interested. You, Tricky. What are these complaints against my edits? Uh oh. Because I often do, oftentimes do stay up till three, two o'clock in the morning on a day when I have to work to finish the edit. So I'd like to know what these complaints are. I I, I told him that I wouldn't tell you. Bullshit. <laughs> that's what that's what I would call. No, no. If there are improvements that need to be done. Then let me know. It's it's not really like your edit style. It's just the fact that like you don't take certain things out, like the banter between me and Yield about the trophy count. It's like why do you leave that in? What what do you mean the banter between you and you in the trophy count? About me, whether or not I I updated it or not. That's what he's talking about. Right. You said you were gonna leave that in the show. That's the complaint. It's like you don't take out the unimportant things, you just leave it in. It's like a lazy edit. What are you talking about? I, what what, what, what makes that need to be taken out? Like, I take out plenty of things, like people arguing over things. I take out people talking over each other. Sometimes that stuff needs to stay in for the sake of the conversation. Or, you know, for the fact that if you're having a conversation with somebody, you would expect that at some point people are going to talk over each other. Does it need to be all the time? No, but will it happen? Sure, that's just natural conversation, especially when we're all in different settings and we're over Skype. But I don't understand why that's lazy to not take that out. It's the first part of the show. Who cares? It's like twenty seconds. I, I'm not. I'm not debating this. I'm just telling you that's the type of feedback I get. Because I get it too. Because sometimes I leave stupid stuff in. 
That's fine. I'm going to continue to leave it in like the the social media Lion King thing. I mean, that's... And if you want to listen, you can listen. If you don't, take your business elsewhere. Social media, yeah. I'm playing it now because I forgot to post it on Facebook group again. <laughs> yeah, hey, if, if anybody out there who has complaints about the edits wants to edit the show, feel free. Yeah, I, I, I second that. Know your role and shut your hole. Listen, I, I, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here on a high horse or preach or anything, but yeah, there are a lot of things like people complain about the ads, like you don't realize the amount of work to be going. Like you guys hear a show that's like an hour and a half, two hours, uh, you know, even with the hour shows, they take upwards of four to five hours to edit them. It does. It seems like, oh, wait, just go in and take this out. But, but because here's the thing, like, of, of yeah, a one-hour show, but you also have three to four people's audio, so it's four hours to three hours of raw audio that you have to yep. go through. And I generally do two run-throughs of the edit, sometimes three. So, yeah, yes. If anyone is willing to volunteer to edit the shows and stay up late and sacrifice their sleep and their video game time and any other time that they have to do to get the show out, you are fucking free to do that. Otherwise, I'm going to edit the way I want, and you can listen if you want to, and you can not listen if you don't want to. Wow, the hostilities come out. Boom! No, no, I'm not going to just put out something, like, I'm not going to spend my time to edit a show for free for people to listen to. Look, if there are technical issues like, hey, it's all staticky, and it really, I don't like, it hurts my ears to listen to this, that's valid. Hey, we can't understand what you guys are saying because no one edits out all, all you guys talking, each other, talking over each other. That's fine. But 20 seconds of a part of a conversation, they're like, that shouldn't be in there, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry to waste your valuable 20 seconds, but again, since we give up our time to edit a show for free, I don't care. You don't want to add anything to that? No, no, not at all. Well, I was going to say you can't because you don't edit. No, I don't, but I'm not going to add anything anyway because, hey, he's the editing, so he can leave in what he darn well wants. Uh, let's do our update trophy count. I am level 615 with total trophies of 14,335, 267 Platinums, and 267 games. Alex? Level 444. Crossed the mark on that one from 443 to 444. Total trophy count of 7,314. Got some new trophies this week in Street Rage 4. And a Platinum count of 112 in 111 games. Yield? I, too, went up a level to 451. With a trophy count of 75. 5-1, and a new platinum of 130. And what was your platinum in, sir? We'll get that to when I get to what we're playing. You know, I'm, I'm going to come to where you live, because I don't want to say it on the show, and I'm going to smack you. You know why? Why? Because I'm awesome? No, because there are times where you say I got a new platinum, and I purposely don't ask you what it is, because I figured you're going to cover it in what we're playing. Then you get on me, because you're not going to ask me what my new platinum is? Yeah. Now I ask you, and you're like, no, we're going to wait until what we're playing. Yeah, see, keep the audience in suspense. I'm going to hurt you. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a lot of people. I got a lot of people who say that. Uh, all right, before we get into what we're playing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Are we not going to mention Sid? Oh, sorry. Sid is level 518, total trophies of 10,469, 180 platinums. He got a platinum. He did get a platinum. I know he got a platinum. What, I'm going to look up what his platinum was. You guys banter for a second. You got you got a, a Sid tracker there, like people who search for like search online for wherever the McRib is, like a yes. McRib locator. You got a Sid trophy tracker. So, Alex, you want to know something interesting this week? I'm always up for interesting facts. So everybody gained a level, but tricky. 
Oh, but I don't get when I gained four levels in a week. Nobody said anything about that. Well, it's because you play shit games. Uh, he got the platinum in Specter Woods. Never heard of it. Me neither. But it has eleven gold and one platinum, so I'm assuming it's kind of a rat plat. Ooh, then five. I mean, is that is that the? I mean, Castle Crashers, to be fair, has a lot of gold and silver trophies. Doesn't have a lot of bronze. It doesn't have a lot of trophies in general. But to get the platinum, you're getting a lot of gold in there, and that's not a rat plat. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna go deeper dive into this. ESN profiles. We love you, Sid, but you know we gotta keep you honest. I cannot believe that you are bringing Sid's integrity into question. Yeah, you're trophy auditing him while we're recording. Absolutely. Also, why why you are the auditor and calling people out for potential rat plats, I don't understand. I, all I said was that it was a potential rat plat, and you guys defended him, so I'm saying, okay, let's take to the defense, and... Uh, okay, it's not even showing up on PSN profiles. Must be that bad. The only reason I'm saying that it's possibly a rat plat is listen to the timestamps. This is all on set July 26th. Uh, 242, 213, 221, 221, 214, 216, 222, 213, 211, 242242222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222
And from what I understand, it only takes like six, seven hours to beat. But uh, I'm going to go deep into it. The reason I put it on my backlog beat down this time is because I, I want to force myself to beat it. Because I'm looking at the uh, the trophy guide on PlayStationTrophies.org. And it says it uh, takes about 20 to 30 hours to platinum it. And uh, you can complete it in about six hours. The hardest thing I'm going to have to do to get the platinum is I'm going to have to play it on duo mode. Which it sounds like a little bit of a pain in the ass. I don't remember anything about that game particularly hard. Yeah, I don't remember either, and I got the platinum. It. I will say, though, that I found it to be a more enjoyable story and with a much better twist than Heavy Rain. So, of their games that I've played, I feel like that's the better one. You you both got the platinum in it? Yeah. And you didn't play, you didn't play in duo mode? I mean, I'm sure that I had to do something, but maybe I played with, like, two controllers or something. Yeah, because it says that, uh, just reading from the thing, it says either you need a second controller or you need the PlayStation app. I'm pretty sure that I would have played with a second controller. Yeah, uh, maybe that's what I did, but I don't remember nothing being, like, extraordinary difficult. All right, so it doesn't sound like it's going to be a pain in the ass to just have the second controller on. All right. Because apparently the second controller controls Aiden during the game. Yeah. That's the only other character you could control. Yeah, well, I I thought because I uh, you know I was reading through some of the trophies like, because uh, you know how PlayStation trophies does the the walkthrough like step one to get the to make it easier for you because in these type of games you have to get all the endings. Um, it says you could either do the playthrough where everybody dies or do the playthrough where everybody lives, but apparently if you do the one where everybody lives, you can't get the trophy for uh, being mean with Aiden every time. Well, yeah, you got to do multiple playthroughs. In any of those games, like especially Heavy Rain, you had to go either do a multiple playthroughs or chapter select. Right. Which will come into a play with a game that I recently purchased, but haven't started quite yet. All right, well, you know what? Let's do it proper. Uh, I was going to go into my uh, my adventures over the weekend of trying to get Alex a PS5, but... Oh, that should have been my intro, is that I'm I'm now famous for being a guy who turned down a PS5. Yeah, Alex turned down a PS5. So, I mean, let's quickly go into that. And tr- and Tricky doesn't know how to leave messages. Well, you never respond anyway, so... Oh, that's not true. I've left you plenty. I've to be left fair, you... though, Yield, you probably wouldn't have bought the, the, one, the bundle anyway. Well, probably not, but still, he could have left the message. See, this is the thing. So, a little, little backlog. Tricky gave me all kinds of shit when I didn't have texting. Because I couldn't be gotten a hold of. Now that, he that won- is fair. Now the only time he texts me is in the group chat with stupid shit and important stuff like this. He won't text me. He won't leave a voicemail. Nothing, and then complains that I don't answer my phone. Well, you know what? If you leave a message, I'll get it and I'll call you back. I leave you plenty of messages when I call and you don't answer. Hey, return your call. Click. Well, here, here, let's let's go anyway, into it. Cause... Go into your thing, Alex. Wow, you turned down a PS Five. Tricky called me a, a P on what Thursday, Tricky? Uh no, I actually called you Wednesday. Monday. Monday. Was it Monday? Yeah. I, at time, it's it's what it's it's a very difficult thing for me these days. So yeah, Tricky calls me and he's like, Hey, I got a buddy who bought a PS5 off of GameStop and he's willing to to, you know, essentially give it to Tricky so he could to sell it to me. So essentially at the end I'm buying the console. And but it's a bundle because GameStop right now is only doing PS5 bundles, so Tricky was trying to get a digital bundle for me and trying to get a physical bundle for Yield. Now, 
I can't remember everything that was in the bundle, Tricky, so you might have to help me out. But after essentially Tricky shipping it to me, it would have been $670, close to $700 for the entire bundle for the digital. About 685 with shipping, yeah. So the digital bundle normally costs 400 So with this bundle, it got it came with, the, with the, the digital console, two controllers, a year of PlayStation Now, a year of PlayStation Plus, a $50 GameStop card, and then that was it, correct? Actually, Anything else? N- no, no, no. Okay, it came it came with the digital bundle, which actually comes with the controller itself. So it would have had an extra controller. It had a year of PlayStation Plus, a $50 PSN card, and a $20 GameStop card. Oh, okay. Whoa, so even less than you originally told me about. Because you said it was a $50 GameStop card. Well, no, I thought... See, it, it turned out the, the $50 gift card was the PSN card, not the GameStop card. Oh. So I, I, I confused it when I talked to you. But everything seems on the up and up. You know, like, that's legit what you would pay for everything if you bought it individually. We, we Okay, so I'm not saying that your friend was trying to screw me because that's not the case because your friend was just trying to basically get the GameStop coin, um, the yeah, benefit of, you know, when you make a purchase with GameStop, if you're a member, you get coins back or whatever on your membership. But my thing is, it's like I'm paying almost $700. I don't want PSN now. I, I've got like three or four years left on my PlayStation Plus, so I don't need that. And I can oftentimes, every year, they have a deal where I can get it cheaper than $60. I don't really necessarily need another controller right now because, you know, there wouldn't be many times where we would need a second controller because it would be either me, me playing it or maybe Ashley playing a game she wanted. But mostly it would be me on single-player games. And then I also don't need a GameStop gift card because I didn't... I don't like to shop at GameStop, so a bundle to me, paying almost $700 for the digital version for a bunch of stuff I don't need simply because GameStop is, you know, a dying a dying breed and they want to try to sell as much things as they can or make as much money as they can. I wasn't desperate enough to go for the bundle. I can wait for just a PS5 that I want to buy. And by the time that Tricky had said, hey... I'll buy all this stuff off it. You know, if I buy the, the PSN now, if I buy, you know, the, the PlayStation Plus year, will you take the console? And I said, sure. You know, I'll take it. But Tricky, by the time he had, you know, contacted his friend, his friend had already sold it to somebody who showed up with money. Which, by the way, Tricky, so somebody gave your friend money before the console even arrived? Give him cash, yeah. That is fucking nuts. I would never do that. If I'm going to give you that much cash, you're giving me the console at that same time. All right, so yield, yes. not to cut off Alex's story. No, no, that's fine. The the bundle that you would have been offered. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to tell you the total price. Why not? Well, I'm because uh, I'm going to I'm going to play a little game with you. Real oh, quick. okay. You're going to get a PlayStation Five disc system. Okay, which is what I would want. Okay, you're going to get Ratchet and Clank. Okay, I want that. Spider Man Miles Morales. Okay, that'll work. And Sackboy. Okay, I, I would I would play all those games. None of them I would sell. With an extra controller. Absolutely. You gotta have two controllers so when one dies you can just keep playing. Okay, so all that All of that. How much would you pay? Okay, how much was Alex's? His was six forty before shipping. Six forty before shipping. So you're getting an extra controller, that's another sixty. And then you're getting uh Two hundred and ten dollars in games. So you're looking at probably about nine hundred dollars after shipping. This bundle would have cost you eight hundred. No, oh, eight hundred. Darn, that was my first guess. Okay, eight hundred. Now, if I would have gotten a hold of you, would you have taken that bundle? 
I'd have had to thought about it for a minute or two. Well, I gave, I gave Alex 20 minutes. <laughs> well, first of all, I took less than 20 to call you back. Because originally I said I'll pass. 20, min- 20 minutes. I, I could have probably made up my mind in 20 minutes. Okay, to be fair, uh, Alice, when Alice was thinking about it, he said, let me call you back in 20 minutes. He did call me back in less than 20. But when I say I'm ga- I gave Alice 20 minutes, is because he asked, can I give 20 minutes to figure out? I said, yeah. So, I mean, all in all, those weren't two bad bundles. And this guy is going to be looking to do it again. So, yield if you want it. Or, I, I you know, listeners, obviously, yield and Alice come first. But... If you guys are interested, this guy literally is just buying them so he can get the GameStop points. So if you're interested, let me know, and I will procure the deal for you. If you if you are willing to take some of that stuff out of the digital bundle that I don't want, I'm willing to do that. But I, I don't want I don't need another year of PlayStation Plus. Okay, just to be clear, in the bundle that was offered, because I know there's a little confusion now, it was the digital console a $50 PSN card, a year of plus, and a $20 uh, gift card to GameStop. So in reality, the only thing I would have to buy off of you is the year of plus and the $20 gift card. What about the now? There is no now. That I confused the now is, the, is what I'm trying to say. But, to you. but no, you said there was a $50 worth of now in there. No, no, no. $50 PSN card that you could spend on anything. Oh, okay. Well, that... Oh, so you completely misrepresented the bundle. <laughs> That that when I took when I was talking to you, that's what I was told was in the bundle. As it turned out, it was a fifty dollar PSN card, a year of now, and a twenty dollar GameStop card. No, a year of plus. Uh, what did I say? Now. Okay, okay, I said now. I'm sorry. You're okay. still doing it. He's still okay. doing it. It's a fifty dollar PSN card, a year of plus, and a twenty dollar gift card to GameStop. Man, I I think this show has been brought to you by PlayStation Now. Because tricky, tricky keeps dropping that in there. Anyway, well, so, so for me, Tricky, it, it honestly, on a games bundle, it would depend on the game. Now, I know I can always turn around and sell the game I don't want, but it, 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 would, it would depend on that. But, that's, but the bundle I described to you, the, the disc console, you would pay the $800 for it plus shipping? Possibly. I'm not saying I would absolutely 100%, yeah, give it to me. But I would consider it, because you're getting three games, an extra controller, so... And just so you know, um, I, I, when I couldn't get a hold of you, I called your brother. He didn't answer. Well, he, he's, he's not going to want it. Right. Then I called the brain, and he didn't, he didn't uh, answer, but he sent me a text message. Says, I'm at work. What's up? I said, I got a line on the PlayStation 5 bundle. You interested? And I sent him a picture of everything. Not even a minute later, he's like, yes. <laughs> I was like, that's the kind of response I wanted to know. Huh. And then if somebody would have done that to me, he could have maybe gotten back that quick. Uh, and then I said, I'll let him know. And then uh, it was he gone. says, as long as it's not a brick in a box. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, that's the one thing that I, I don't, I was kind of hesitant about originally. It's like, I am buying this from somebody sight unseen. I don't know this person. Right. So it's kind of like, I'm sending $700 to New York. But Tricky does though. My, well, my okay, well, let me get this right. My understanding would be then tricky. You, in essence, are purchasing the console, and we would be in turn purchasing it from you. Correct. So you'll, uh, you know, keep in mind because if this guy gets another one, uh, I'm gonna, it's gonna move fast. Oh, that that, that I, that's like I said, and, and if it's gone, it's gone. I'm not gonna shed any tears over it. Right, but the the only thing is, is that if I'm laying out this money, if I'm laying eight hundred dollars out for you. <laughs> You got to have the $800 to pay me back. <laughs> Dude, believe me. 
of anybody, I got the money. And I'm not trying to brag. I, I've done this for somebody else. And they flaked and they're like, you. oh, they're like, oh, can I do payments with you? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like, this is not layaway. Sure. 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 We'll act. We'll tack on interest. By that time, we might as well just get it from a scalper. Also, when I say that I'm not desperate for a PS5, it's because, you know, they've got a new update with new areas for Pokemon Snap coming out on Tuesday. Hades comes out on the 13th of August for PS, for PlayStation. So, I don't, like I said, I will have stuff to play. It's not like I, it's like Ratchet and Clank or nothing, so. Well, you got Returnal. Well, yeah, also, but I, like I said, I just bought um, another game off uh, the PlayStation Summer Sale, so. Oh, yeah, what'd you get? The, from the Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan. When you play that, I'm curious how that is, because I've heard some, like, some, it, it, it's been positively reviewed. It's apparently a shorter game, but in order to get the Platinum, you have to play through it multiple times and do a lot of chapter select. It's one of those things where it's like, hey, to get the Platinum, like, say, Heavy Rain, you're going to have to get all the endings and all the paths. Uh... So I'm kind of like, uh, I mean, I want to I want to play the game because it sounds interesting. I like the story and I like Supermassive, but that is one thing that I don't like about Platinum is like, you know, if you want to make a really hard trophy that that I just can't get, I'm fine with that. But putting in easy trophies that I now have to play 30 hours for simply just to go through the motions, like to go through in like an online checklist, I'm not super keen on that. So I can respect just really hard trophies, but ones that are just kind of like easy and just take forever to get, I'm not as cool on those. Maybe so it'll be is... like, I know with, with Beyond Two Souls, I think you had to play through it twice. And then like your third playthrough, depending on what trophies you needed to get or not, you could start the game about like halfway into it. But from there on, you had to play it because there were choices that needed to be made in succession to get a trophy that was unlocked towards the end of the game. So I was kind of, I mean, it was kind of annoying at that point because I played it, enjoyed the game, tried to play it again, and then I'm like, okay, now I got to go back through this. Well, here's the thing: the so the game is estimated to be maybe five or a little bit more hours long. Well, that's not bad to get the trophy. It's over thirty, the platinum trophy. So you got like you got like six playthroughs then. Yeah, like maybe two full playthroughs, a couple partial playthroughs, and then chapter select from there. The other thing, though, is one of the trophies is tied to online co-op. And it's not matchmaking, so you have to have a friend who has the game. Oh, I gotcha. From what I understand, if I don't have somebody, don't know somebody who has the game, I'm locked out. So. So if anybody out there has the game. Yeah. Which game is this? I'm sorry, I missed it. Man of Medan. Oh, I have it. Okay. Do you have the Platinum? No, I actually, uh, I just got through the first chapter. I, I, It's another one of those, you know, like. Beyond games. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to do an online, because there's apparently a trophy tied to online co-op. So if you ever want to do online co-op with me, I'll do it with streaming. Yeah, you name it. We'll do it. All right. Solved. Problem solved. There you go. I'm glad I could broker this deal. (laughs) All right. I I don't want to cut off the conversation. But that's but hold on. That's I mean, we were talking. That was kind of a a little slide into uh, what we've been playing. Well, okay. so before we actually get into what we're playing, Alex, did you see the text message I sent earlier? I try to ignore those. Let me see if I can pull them up, though. Okay. Well, I, I sent a picture, uh, and this is a little bit of an announcement for our Twitch page. Uh, as of... When Twitch or Twist? I'm sorry? Tw- Twitch or Twist? What? Could you stop messing with me? That's a knock 
to something that you did on the Facebook group. See, that's another tie into the Facebook group that if you if you weren't on the Facebook group, if you weren't on the Facebook group, you don't get the joke. Okay, I okay. Now I know what you would do. I thought yeah. I, I thought I did the lisp it out. No, anyway. no, you didn't lisp it out. Um, um. Anyway, I ha- I have made well. I have designed some new bit badges for our Twitch page, and uh, Yield says he likes it because he likes the Zelda connection. Alex, you didn't respond, so I'm kind of curious. Do you like it? I mean, being a Zelda fan, I do like it, but also it's 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 a, it's based on a rupee, so it's based on something in video, at least in video games from a Nintendo franchise, whereas we are a predominantly, like, PlayStation-based, especially without game stuff now, we're a predominantly PlayStation website. Okay. So, I mean, granted, you have done some some designs with a Donkey Kong-like figure, so whose side are you really on here, Tricky? Are you Nintendo or are you PlayStation? Okay, first of all, this is going back to our heritage because we all love Zelda. Well, and, 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 and we are all Nintendo babies, so... right. So this is this was a throwback to uh, our, Zelda, our our childhood. Also, because the the actual currency on Twitch is called bits, I thought it, you know the ruby kind of like set that theme. Uh, I will be posting pictures of all eight designs uh, on our Facebook page, um, and they will be going live on our Twitch page uh, starting Rocket League Thursday next week. All right, so let's get into what playing. I kind of touched on to what we were playing ready. The only thing I'm going to add is that I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima, but I'm going to stop playing Ghost of Tsushima because uh, no spoilers, but I just got to my last uh, fighting stance, and I think I'm about to start the third chapter of the game, so I'm going to pause to uh, catch up on my backlog beatdown before I actually finish the game. Yeah, but then that becomes part of your backlog. Or is reinserted in your backlog? Well, no, no. It's not on my backlog beatdown list. I have five games on there. Uh, I had four of the Walking Deads. I had Season 2, Michonne, A New Frontier, and the last season. And then I have Beyond Two Souls on my list. So once I complete all those games, Ghost of Tsushima is going to go on my next backlog beatdown list along with four other games, and then I'll complete it then. Oh, man, wait until you get to the final season. It, it's all it, it was a really close emotional tug until the, to the first one. Now, somebody told me in Season 3 that Clementine's actually in the game. You just don't play as her. Is that true? Correct. Okay. So she, so it does continue the story a little bit. Which I like. No, it continues the story fully. It's just told, oh, it's, it? it's just told from a different perspective. I love I liked it. I liked it. It was something different. Because at first you're feeling cheated. And then right. and then when it starts to, to get really get rolling, you're like, oh, at least with me. And I was like, oh. I kind of liked how they did this. It, it was it was like a breath of fresh air, even though it wasn't getting old. It was a breath of fresh air because to me, the story's told. This chapter of the story is told from a different point of view. Okay, did you play Michonne? Yes, I did play Michonne, and I liked it. I okay, I liked it, but I felt like there was no real ending to it. I don't want to spoil it, but I mean, it's been years. But I I just feel like the ending was just. Blah. Like, there was no real ending to it. I liked it because it was more in your face. You know, the the, the, the characters, they were more aggressive, and I don't know, I, I, I just... I, I hated, I, I, okay, I'm sorry, I, I also hated the aspect that you kept having flashbacks. That got real annoying. Oh. Hmm. Different strokes for different folks? 
and let's see, that's and that's all I have been playing, I believe. I'm just going over my uh looking at my trophies real quick to see if I'm forgetting any games. Uh God, I hate sometimes this new app just gets on my nerves. Uh that's it. That's all I played. And uh oh no, because I didn't play Rocket League with you boys this week. So yep, that's all I've been playing. Yield, what are you playing, sir? So I've been playing a little bit of everybody's golf, World of Warship Legends. Uh, jump back into Baja Edge of Control, Rocket League on Thursdays. A uh, little bit of Hell Divers. Mainly, uh, already got my hundred thousand kill. I'm just waiting for the community to finally knock the cyborgs out because that's all I got to do. Finish a Galactic campaign. That's mine. Hundred percent DLC. Everything done. But we just can't seem to beat the cyborgs. So that's all I'm waiting on for that platinum. Um, been playing some Scully. Uh, finished that game last night. And now I'm just going back and making getting all the flowers and not dying in a level. And so just working on that to get that platinum. And then the game that I finished uh, this week and got my platinum in was an after party. Yeah, I, I saw you play that after uh, a rough night at Rocket League Thursday. Yeah, I did. I went back. What is after party? Because I I told the boys you were playing and nobody seemed to know what it was. So it it's um made by Night School Studios, and you and your lifelong friend uh wake up. You know you died. You wake up and you're in hell, and you're like, well, this is a mistake. We don't know how we got here. We don't know why we're here. So we need to get out, and you are told. That the only way to get out of hell is to out-party Satan. Okay. So you... I think I've heard, I think I remember this game now. So you have to out-party other demons to make your way to Satan to out-party him and go back to the land of the living. Okay, I... Okay, I've never seen this game. It was on a... I think it was on one of the PlayStation Direct. It, it, it was on one of the state. state of of, it was on one of the state of plays, uh, first of the year and of last year. And I'm like, you know, that game looks kind of kind of fun. It was on one of the summer sales, uh, end of May maybe. And I'm like, you know what? I'm picking it up because it looked like fun, and it was. I it, I don't think it. My personal opinion, I don't think it was worth the twenty bucks it was. It, they were originally selling it for, but for ten bucks, I was perfectly happy with it. I liked it. It's about a about a six hour game, and there are three different endings. There, they they said there was a way of how you could do it by sending your save to the cloud, where you only really got to do two playthroughs. But being only a five six hour game, I'm like, ah, that's no big deal. I can buzz back through it again for the platinum or whenever I'm ready for it. So I I I buzz through my two playthroughs, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just knock it out, get it out of the way. So I did. It was, it was an enjoyable game. I recommend people picking it up. It's funny. But not worth the $20. I don't think it was worth $20, but I'm a cheapskate, so... I'm glad you said it, not me. Alex, what have you been playing, sir? So yeah, before I tip my toes into the waters of Man of Medan, I have jumped back into Streets of Rage 4, like I said last week. Been playing the Mr. X's Nightmare DLC, beat the game uh, with the... or beat the story mode with the three new characters, Estelle, Max, and Shiva. So there's tro- one trophy tied to each of those, beaten with each character. Then there are, I think there's a total of eight trophies. One of them is a secret trophy, so I'm not going to spoil it here. But uh, 
there's also ones tied to survival, which survival in that is kind of the big new addition. Um, think of it as, say, X-Men's Danger Room, where, hey, the heroes have prevailed, you know, they've defeated the, the new syndicate, and, you know, in order to further protect the city, they need to, they create the simulation, where in it they can go in and fight all these different enemies to prepare for anything. So, basically, it's either you can play through solo or co-op, and, you know, you just basically see how far you can go, uh, how many levels you can go into it. So each level, you know, is a room, and some of the rooms are more retro-based from some of the older levels in the, the Sega Genesis series. And then they bring back some of the older bosses from the Sega Genesis series, from, like, Sega, from like the, the third game, from the second game. I don't know if I've seen anybody from the first game, but they basically bring up old, old locations and old bosses and old enemies from the first from the first three games and then of course they there are you know rooms styled more like the new game like street rage 4 and the newer updated looks so uh, it's a really cool mode it's a lot of a lot of fun so uh it's difficult two of the trophies one of them's get to level i think it's phantom in the hall you got to get to the 18th level the highest that is tied to a trophy is level 30 which the highest i've gotten to with help is level 23 so it is it is difficult and um there are the it is a lot of fun, but they do make it really grindy, and there are things that, you know, Lizard Cube and uh, Guard Crush Games and .emu that have made very grindy about the trophies in, in Street Rage 4. Two of the trophies are tied to moves, so you can unlock moves by, you know, essentially gaining experience within survival, and you can, you know, change up your, your characters, every character's moveset a little bit, and when I say you can kind of customize, I mean, like, for each, like, type of move like a blitz move you can choose between one or two moves or your defensive special you can choose between one or two moves so it's not like a a world different customization but you do get to customize your move sets a little bit within survival which is kind of cool but one of the trophies is you know max out you know unlock all the alternate moves for one character and then there's another trophy for maxing out the alternate moves for unlocking all the ultimate are all unlocking all the alternate moves for all characters which is going to take a long, long time. Most characters have four alternate moves. Uh, most, uh, Some of them have five. There are a few that have one, mostly the Streets of Rage 1 characters, the really pixelated Streets of, One's character, Streets of Rage 1 characters. But this is one of those trophies that's going to take a long, long time to complete. So within this DLC, you have a really grindy trophy, which I'm saying is probably going to take easily, you know, more like probably... 40 30 to 40 hours at least just to get this one trophy so yeah you got a really grindy trophy and then you've got the the one that's called i am the one which is basically make it and i think beat level 30 within survival which is the hardest trophy so the dlc like it's it is a really cool package the survival mode is a lot of fun and it's cool how they make it kind of like the danger room from x-men which you know speaks back to my heart because i was a huge fan of the x-men animated series growing up but, you know, they give you new characters, so the DLC, I think, is worth it. But some of the trophies in there, you know, the difficulty one doesn't bother me. I If you if, if I never get that one, that's fine, because, if you know, it's, it's a difficult trophy. It's meant to be difficult. But the, you know, having really grindy trophies in there, just the sake of just, hey, play the game and unlock all the characters, like, yes, I potentially have forever to do that. But at the same time, you know, an extra 30, uh. 40 hours just for one trophy a silver trophy at that like that that seems kind of like out of balance i don't know and that kind of just speaks back to you know what i talked about before with issues with man of Medan, where it's like the main game is five to six hours but then the total trophies like to get all the trophies you're gonna have to play 30 plus hours it's kind of like mm, and that's where i think trophies can go wrong so uh 
the DLC is a little bit more grindy than I would like, but overall it's a pretty neat package. You know, they add in a training mode where you can fight any type of enemy that you want just to try to improve and get better. The co-op survival is a lot of fun, if not a little grindy. And all the different new, all the characters play uh, really differently. Uh, Estelle and Shiva are a lot of fun to play. Max, however, is really slow. Uh, you know, he's a big guy like Floyd, so I've found that in Streets of Rage that the big guys are typically really unfun to play because their movement and their mobility is really slow, which can kill you, you know, when you're going up against some of the enemies. So, but overall, it's a really good package. So I wish it wasn't as grindy, but if you're a Streets of Rage 4 fan, I'd say it's well worth your uh, your money. All right, before we go on to our show proper, um, I I have to give Sid a little bit of crap. I just, Sid's trophies for Spectre Words finally popped up. He got the Platinum in 30 minutes and 42 seconds. And, you know, just because, you know, I'm a trophy whore. I looked up the game. The game cost 50 cents. The description is, During your midnight wedding in the woods, a mysterious occurrence leaves you alone battling Spectres. This is a very short, almost walk-in simulator game, which tells a very short story. I I could not be prouder of you, Sid. Yeah, I don't know why you you said you're calling him out, but it sounds like you're praising him. I don't know like why you're putting Sid on trial here on the podcast. I'm not, like, put, I'm not putting Sid on trial. I'm actually proud. I'm just saying that there's going to be other people, namely you two, that are going to call him out. Wait, I say, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're the finally. one that's called him out. We haven't said anything. Yeah, play play the games you want to play. See, the only reason we call you out is because you brag about how many platinum trophies you have, and we're like, no shit you have that many platinum trophies because you play games that take 10 minutes to platinum. I mean, he took 30 minutes to platinum. And, and also, for the longest time, you try to sit there and talk about how legitimate you you were, and it's like, no, I'm no, legit. no, no, no. Well, they're they're a platinum, but they're not. There, never mind, I'm not going to get any with you. Anyway, that's why you get a lot of crap. Okay, uh, I, I, uh, just... Because I'm looking at Sid's trophies, uh, Platinums, because we haven't really talked about his Platinums in a while. He's gotten the Platinum in Star Wars The Fallen Order, both in the U.S. and E.U. versions. Oh, wow. He's got the Platinum in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, Donut Country, Marvel Spider-Man, Chickens on the Road, Birthday of Midnight, My Name is Mayo 2, Horizon Zero Dawn, Resident Evil 2, are you Ghostbusters going, the video game. Are you going through all 180? No. Okay. Just the recent ones. Okay. Actually, I, that, actually, that's where I'm going to stop because the Ghostbusters one was back in 2019. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so those are all his recent items. All right, let's get into our... Let's get uh, into a show. Yes. Uh, as is customary on the first show of every month, we do the PlayStation Plus games. And for August 2021, Hunters Arena Legends, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborhoodville, and Tennis World Tour 2 will be available. What? Gentlemen, what? are you interested in any of these games? I, I liked Plants vs. Zombies back when it was tower defense because it's it's no longer tower defense, right? It's more action oriented. No. It's, yeah, it's, it's more third shooter. it's more third person, I believe. Uh, I I'll probably give Plants vs. Zombie a whirl, but the rest of them, no. I mean, I'm not. I, I won't even take that five. The Hunter's Arena for the five. Well, the Hunter's Arena is is that a, is that releasing for free day and date with its release? Because it was shown off at the most recent um, state of play. The hunt, the hunters. You're gonna get the PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five versions of it. So it's, I mean, it's one of the, another one of those games that they're releasing, a new game that they're releasing for free first on PlayStation Plus. Correct. Okay. Yeah, none, none of these games really uh, wet my whistle, especially again with Hades coming out soon. All right, moving on. Uh, you'll just hold back your comments until 
I finished the news, please. I will. I will. Because I, I, I know you <laughs> You called this one out before. Oh, I called it out uh, big time. This is coming from IGN and is written by Taylor Lies. PlayStation 5 has passed 10 million units sold, but they quote, a lot of work ahead to make more units. Uh, Jim Ryan has acknowledged that there is still not enough consoles available. Sony's newest game console surpassed the milestone as of July 18th. And the hard world continues to outpace the PlayStation 4 in terms of sales in the same period of its life cycle. This news comes less than a day after Microsoft reported that its Xbox Series X and S are now the fastest uh, Xbox consoles selling to date. While this is a major milestone for Sony, the company is still dealing with the hardships of making enough supply to upkeep the demand amid an ongoing global chip shortage and could remain an issue until 2023, as we reported last week. Quote, while the PlayStation 5 has reached more households faster than any of our previous consoles, we still have a lot of work ahead of us as demand for the PlayStation 5 continues to outstrip supply, end quote. Ryan said in a press release, going back to a quote, I want gamers to know that while we continue to face unique challenges throughout the world that affect our industry and many others, improving inventory levels have remained a top priority for SIE. End quote. I'm going to end the article there and open the floor to yield. File all of that under no shit. How apropos that the gentleman who wrote the article's last name is Lies. Pointing that out there. Um, as I said in the Facebook group, and as a lot of the people in the Facebook group agreed with me, I find it incredibly hard to believe that there are 10 million units sold. Now, I'm not calling Sony a liar. I'm just saying that I don't, I find it hard to believe there are 10 million units in the wild because I can't find one if I wanted to. Alex can't find one. And there are a lot of people who can't find one when they walk up to the store shelves. And yes, we all know that the scalpers are getting them. Yes, we all know that the chip shortage is a major issue. I feel, and I said it in the group, I feel that although Sony should be proud of this of this milestone, I feel that it's a giant middle finger to everybody who wants a console and can't get one. Look, we've sold 10 million consoles, but you don't have one. Yes, we know we have a lot of work to do, but we sold 10 million copies. You get what I'm saying? It, it's... I, I feel this is something that maybe you shouldn't have celebrated quite yet because you know you've got an issue. Just me. All right, Alex? Uh, I mean, like I said, this is Jim Ryan pulling a John Madden and telling us what we already know. It's, it's you know, this is, it, my response is no shit. I, this all makes sense. What you're saying is just, yeah, you need to get more stuff to market. You're proud of their your sales already. Great, great. I I don't know. I, I don't consider this any time that Jim Ryan, unless it's like Jim Ryan or somebody from Sony commenting that, hey, you know, we are getting uh, an influx of chips and we expect supply to be better by this point. Until then, I don't really consider any of this news because anything he is saying is just kind of you file that under, well, that's just, you know, it, it didn't need to be said. It's just obvious. All right. Uh, before I go on more in this article, I my only personal opinion about this is until you can readily put it on the store shelves, I think coming out and saying, hey, we sold 10 million copies is a slap in the face to everybody that cannot get one. Keep this news. I mean, great. great. You, you're, you're selling the PlayStation 5 faster than you sold the PlayStation 4. I get it. But keep this news under wraps because you coming out and saying, hey, we sold 10 million copies, but yeah, you guys don't have any. To me, that's a slap in the face. Yeah, don't but they also shit. have to answer to investors, and this is kind of something that they show to investors but to they be don't like, have "Hey, to do that in public." But but see, why do you why do you think it's going to become public? Because people report on it. Journalists and news sites report on it anyway. 
I mean, how many people make news out of the NDP report every month? Okay, I no, I get that it's not going to stay public. Or sorry, NPD. Okay, I get that it's not going to stay private, but don't be the ones to put the news out. This way, they have. This way, you have the deniability to say we didn't come out and tell you this. Somebody listened on our investor call and they reported it. We, you know, they can. They have the deniability saying we didn't push this in your face. Somebody else did. All right. Well, again, they they have to answer to investors and the people who have money, shareholders in their company. So, I mean, yeah, it sucks that we don't have. If you want a console and you can't get one, you know that sucks that you you don't have the console that you want to play on. At the same time, it's not like insulin. You're not missing out on insulin, so it's not like you needed to live. So, All right. if you if you take a personal insult to it, I, I don't know what to tell you. Toughen I, up. I mean, I mean, like me personally, I'm not taking a personal insult. Well, to you have it. a to PS5. Me, well, not it's not even that, but it, it's. I just think it's a slap in the face. Like, and I don't want to speak for Yield, but Yield doesn't this like feel like a little jab at you saying, "Oh, listen, we sold ten million, but you still don't have one." I, that's kind of how I took it when I saw it all over social media and. IGN and everybody posting about it the day that they now that Sony put it out there. I'm just like, well, that's really cool, and you should be proud of it. But it's like I said, it's it's an fu, a slap to the face of everybody who can't get one because you know there's a shortage out there. And like like Alex said, they they do have to answer to investors, and this looks really good for you know if you if you invested into. Sony, especially the PlayStation side, it looks really good, but from a consumer standpoint, it's just, I just don't agree with it. I, I, I don't take any personal offense to it because, you know, I don't know, like I said, I'm not, if I could find a PlayStation 5, would I buy one? Yes. But I don't think this is taunt, they don't, they don't want to piss anybody off, they're not trying to taunt anybody and be like, oh, look at you, you can't have one of these, even though we've, you know, put 10 million in the wild. I think that this is them... You know, it's obviously a negative thing that they can't get as many to the market as they would like to, and they can't meet demand right now. But they are trying to spin it positively and say, yes, we have more work to do. And that's him being open and honest, even though if it is, you know, pretty obvious. But they have to, like I said, for certain areas of the market say, but we are, you know, we're proud of the accomplishments of being like the fastest selling console, blah, blah, blah. They are trying to spin positives, which is what a business does to look good to their shareholders. All right. Uh, just going on here. Sony also shared the sales figures for several games under the PlayStation Studios umbrella. Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart has launched last month and has already sold over 1.1 million copies, while Horace Marks Returnal has surpassed 560,000 copies sold. Sony Th- Those started- two games, and th- that's an example of why Sony's putting games on the floor as well, because the sales of those games, I guarantee, have been directly impacted by the fact that people can't find PlayStation 5s. Sony also notes that Spider-Man Miles Morales has sold over 6.5 million copies since launching on the PlayStation 4 and 5 in November last year, while MLB The Show, which is the first entry in the series to launch on non-PlayStation hardware, has become the fastest-selling title in franchise history, with more than 2 million copies sold as of July 18th across all platforms. According to Sony, the baseball title has reached more than 4 million players since its release in April, which is likely due to the game also being available on Xbox Game Pass since release. There you go. All right, moving on to our next story. Uh, there is a PlayStation 5 update, and the beta is out. It is going to add some things to your uh, uh, system. 
Uh, some of the things are going to be a change in the refresh rate. Uh, you also your trophies are now going to be displayed uh, horizontally instead of vertically. I don't know who thought that idea was good. I I hate that that this that right there is my favorite feature of this. I don't know if it was in our Facebook group or what. Somebody posted the picture of this is what this is what it was, and this is what we're going to. And I'm just like, wow, who thought that one was the that that uh, vertical horizontal was the better one instead of vertical, right? I actually hate that. Um, the the update is going to add 3D audio for TV speakers as well as trophy tracking and a whole host, a host of other features. Now, see, the trophy tracking, that's what I was excited for, and I talked about that in our Facebook group. Well, okay. I, okay, this article is from Jared Moore. It's come from IGN. The update adds support for 3D audio from TV speakers, previously only available through headphones. This feature can be enabled in the audio output settings under sound in the settings menu. The system can be optimized for your TV by measuring the acoustics of your room through the microphone in the DualSense controller. How effective this will be remains practice, but regardless, it sounds like a welcome addition to the console. Another notable feature added in the update beta is the new trophy tracker. This allows players to track up to five trophies per game in the control center. Tracking a trophy is seamlessly an easy task. All you need to do is locate the trophy in question and click start tracking. So also, Sony also said that the new trophy track will be accessible during gameplay through a pin-to-the-side option, which allows players to see information about the trophies they're tracking without having to jump back through the menus. Now, I'm going to pause right there, and I'm going to call you a hypocrite, Yield. Why? Because when this was when this was talked about in the UI, you shit all over it. The only difference what they're doing now is you're able, you can pick what trophies you're tracking, where the other one was just picking the trophies they tracked for you on their own. Okay, see? You shit on this idea. I did. About the, and now you're saying you like it. No, I like the idea of the trophy tracking. Which is what it was doing before. No, it wasn't. Well, it was... If it was, it wasn't explained to me this way. Okay. See, I liked it. I like this idea because we've all said that there are certain trophies in games where, like, oh, get 10,000 kills. 10,000 kills and Helldivers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, but... Any options you can check in on your ship, you can check and see where you're at. But there right. are but there are certain games where you have to collect something or not die. And it like I'm playing Scully, not die in a level. Well, what levels haven't I died in? Stuff like that that you can't go to a menu and check to see where you're at. That I like to be able. I want to track this trophy. Where am I at? Because, you know, it gives you an idea instead of going back and, and in essence, I'm, I'm going to say wasting time, but that's probably not the right word. But wasting time and going back through a level that you didn't need to go back through because you, you've, in essence, cleared it for the requirement for the trophy you might be going for. That's what I liked about it. Okay. Uh, just moving on here because I'm, I'm only giving you shit. Oh, okay. Uh, Outside of gameplay, Sony has changed the way the players will view the list of trophies attached to a game. Whereas previous trophies will show up in a horizontal list, scrolling left to right, you will now be able to view these vertically, much like it was on the PS4. Thank freaking God. This slight but welcome change will allow fans to see more information about each trophy without manually selecting it. Changes have also occurred to the home screen. Once logging on, beta users will notice that the different platform versions of the same game will now appear separately on the home screen. Thank you. 
This tweak, which makes spotting uh, certain versions of the game a little bit easier, will now indicate to users which version of the game they're starting up, such as the PS4 or PS5. This change also applies in the Your Collection, sec- sec- your collection section of the game library. The PlayStation 5 library library has also seen a slight overhaul when accessing the library players will now notice that the install tab is now the first tab that features upon launch users ex- accessing the game base will notice some changes there too players will now access par- party text chats manage multiple friend requests and send messages from the game base control menu in the control center while the party owners now have the option to delete parties from the game base control menu though doing so will delete the party for all members Despite the continued interest from the community, one final thing WorkNote Beta has not added is 1440p support or variable refresh rate support. This was highlighted earlier in a, t- in a tweet by The Verge senior editor Tom Warren. Uh, so there you go. Also, there is something else in the beta which is causing a little bit of a hot button topic. And I know you gentlemen are going to have some saucy things to say about this. Ooh. Sony has announced the M.2 SSD support that will be finally added to the PlayStation 5 in an upcoming system software update for beta users. This has come from Jared Moore, also from IGN. The news has revealed a new PlayStation 5 support page. Sony noted that the feature is only available to beta users right now, and that is because of these features and specifications described on the page may change before the official system software release. No dates were given, with Sony simply saying that the update is incoming. Sony has finally also finally offered further clarification over which M.2's solid-state hard drives can and can't be used in conjunction with the console. As expected, it must be, uh, I'm not going to read the, the name. You're going to have to go Google this because everything I'm about to say to you is probably going to be uh, very foreign to you and probably a lot of our listeners. Uh, and Sony recommends a read speed of at least 5,500 megabytes per second or faster. Both single and double-sided drives are supported. The specifications note that 25mm 20, 20, wide drives are not supported, so to be sure to purchase an M.2 drive that is 22mm wide. Be sure to have the right size and look out for the drives labeled as 2230, 2242, 2260, 2280, or 22110. So, however, Sony warns that it cannot guarantee that all M.2 drives meeting, the speci- meeting those specifications will work with the PlayStation 5. Importantly, Sony has state, says that any M.2 drive installed will require a heat sink to dissipate any additional heat generated by the SSD. It should be noted that at many M.2 drives purchasable on the market do not come with integrated heat sinks, so users looking to put, simply plug and play should opt for an M.2 drive with a built-in heat sink no more than 11.25 millimeters tall. Alternatively, users can purchase a separate heatsink and install it themselves. This is very, getting very complicated, um, but the thing that's causing the, pro- the the most out of this is the prices of these drives. Well, duh. Did anybody think it was going to be cheap? Well, nobody thought it was going to be cheap, but they did... Uh, I don't think they expect it to be this expensive. Okay, so how expensive it is for an extra hard drive? All right, hold on. I got to look it up because... Uh, oh, you don't have it in front of you? 
No, I thought there was a link in the article, so I didn't prepare myself for it. Gotcha. Uh, I, I remember reading about this, and when I started reading about all the uh, the heat sink and everything, I'm like, oh, this is going to be expensive. This is not a buy a Seagate hard drive and pop it in, and all of a sudden, boom, you've doubled your hard drive. No. So, so this, to me, opens the door for Sony going, Hey, look, here's the expandable hard drive that we can sell you that doubles your hard drive. Or here's the one you can plug and play. Which is what I kind of figured from the get-go. For one, to add one terabyte, it's going to cost you $275. Ouch! That's with the built-in heatsink. That's with the built-in heatsink. Okay. Now... For 500 gigs, it's going to cost you 170. For 275, it's going to be one terabyte. For two terabytes, it's going to cost you 570. Yeah. And for four terabytes, you want to take a wild guess there, Yield? No, I don't. Alex, you want to take a wild guess? No. $1,050. See, I like I said, like like if you go back and listen, this was one of the concerns I had when they were going with this solid state hard drive was that you weren't just going to be able to be like, okay, I'm gonna put this hard drive in my system, boom, and I'm and I'm good. I have no worries. So that is the major uh, crux of this is the price. Now, to be fair, the everything that I just all those prices that I just gave you are from Seagate. I just did buy mine for my PS5. I bought a two terabyte one and I got it from Western Digital. And I don't want to tell you how much I paid, but it was over $500. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm i too cheap. Now, to be fair with this, you do not have to do this. No, you don't. But it does make it easier when you're downloading games or the playing the massive games on disc or whatever. Well, I mean, well, I'm what I want. I want to be clear about this is you could buy an external hard drive because I have a four terabyte hard drive attached to my PS five. You can play every single PlayStation four game off that hard drive. PlayStation five games have to be on the internal storage. So if you wanted to play a PlayStation five game, uh, you could store it onto the hard drive that's already installed into the PlayStation 5 and play it perfectly fine. It's just moving it back and forth, which takes, you know, it takes a minute to do. But it's a lot faster than uh, if you were to download it again, especially with Yield's internet. My internet's not that bad now. Okay. Alex, Alex, is, the, Alex is the one that's got the bad internet. Oh, it was Alex with his at and I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Now, you can download a PlayStation 5 game onto your system. You could send it onto the external hard drive until you're ready to play it. And then once you're ready to play it, you know, you can send it right back to the internal and play it. This just makes the ability so you don't have to do that extra step. Is that worth the price? That is a major point of contention with a lot of people. I personally don't think it's needed, but, you know, I'm stupid. So I bought this. So, so why can't they make an external solid state hard drive? They can, but the place, the way the PlayStation 5 is set up right now is if you had a PlayStation 5 on your external hard drive, whether it's solid state or just a regular hard drive, yeah. you cannot play PlayStation 5 games off the external. 
So they're so eventually that'll probably end up getting patched because you would think enough people are gonna throw a fit about that. Well, that that that's gonna be a conversation because if you're sending people out right now, okay, let's say the hardcore, the hardcore, okay, they go out and they spend a thousand one thousand fifty dollars on a four terabyte internal hard drive, yeah, and then you come out in a year and say. Oh, don't worry now. We, we're putting out a patch now so you can play all your PS5 games off an external drive. That you could buy a, a four terabyte external for 250 That's going to piss a lot of people off. Well, I don't expect it right away, but it, 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 I would think that it's something that eventually they're going to have to do. I mean, because if you remember, you know, you couldn't do that initially with the PlayStation 4. And it was something later in the life cycle that they finally ended up doing that you could just play games off the external hard drive which i think you know i'm sure these solid state hard drives aren't cheap and they're not going to get cheap anytime soon but considering that they only put what was it uh well it wasn't even a terabyte in the consoles at launch was it it was 500 and then when they came out the pros it went up to a terabyte no i'm i mean the fives oh the fives it's a terabyte it's a, a terabyte so but I, you only but you only get like 800 because of the system software because of system software so i mean i mean initially right now i don't see necessarily unless you went digital i don't see a rush to have to upgrade because there's not so much out there directly for the five but let's say here in two or three years three or three to five years it's gonna be a, a thing of can of importance i would say to have an external that you can play off of because i don't see those prices coming down that much in five years to be able to i'm going to pop this new this new one with a heat sink into my five and make my console bigger all right uh alex you've been kind of quiet how do you feel about all this stuff i think it's a lot to ask people to pay i mean ps5 is a premium console and i mean we have seen how much video game systems can cost and all the things associated with video game cost, uh, video game systems. And the fact that, hey, maybe you're going to have to upgrade your video game system, you know, midway through the life cycle. I know that PC players are probably like, wah, wah, like ma- making fun of what I'm saying or like whiners. But I think over $1,000 is ridiculous. Like, no, thank you. Even 200 extra dollars. Like, so Sony's like, Hey, you know, PSVR, blah, blah, buy our PlayStation. Here's two different subscription services, PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus. Oh, solid straight drives to expand your, your hard drive space. Like, how much do you want us to actually spend on your console? Like, I that, you know, people talk about micro, microtransactions and games. I'm less offended by that than I am by how much these drives are going to cost. And how much, because you think of how much just in general people have to invest in video game systems now. I, I'm just... What I'm going to do is I'm not going to buy any of these. I'm just going to continually try to make space in my PS5 by deleting games and then potentially re-downloading them from the store whenever I need to. So a little bit of sad news. Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed to 2022. <gasps> I know. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I'm shocked. Uh, Marvel's Avengers War for Wakanda's release date has been announced, and that's August 16th. And... Does, let me ask you a question. I mean, I, I know I, I, you know, does anyone still care about that game? Okay, I, I knew you were going to ask me that or some form of that question. 
I'm interested in the content, but I have not picked up the game since the Hawkeye DLC came out. What, what I'm interested to see is if this is the last piece of DLC they release, because if no one downloads this or it's very little, I could see them just being like, all right, we're done. Well, I they well, they still have to come up with the Spider-Man character. Do they, though? Yes, they do. It was contract. OK, they, they've already outright said they have to come out with Spider-Man. They have I I cannot. I can't honestly sit here and tell you how much content they've added. Uh, I know they've done numerous updates since the Hulk. Eh? I just not have jumped back in. Uh, it is a fun game. The problem is, is that it just didn't have enough content to keep me hooked. So what you're saying is if somebody like me or Alex were to walk into it now and pick it up, we would you probably would love be, it. We, we would be okay with it because of the content that, that it was there. Well, no, you right now you and Alex would be fine going through the game, going through the story. The problem was there was not enough end game content to keep players hooked. Now, when they release the the War for Wakanda, it will be I think they said a ten hour campaign. That may draw some people. That'll draw some people back. I shouldn't say it might. It will. But it but what they really need to do is come out with some end game content where you're grinding for gear, you're you know, you have a bunch of people that are, you know, Teaming up with different characters. Right now, I think currently there are eight playable characters. And actually, there's a free weekend right now. So if both of you guys wanted to jump in, you guys could jump in and play for free. Every every piece of content is free right now. So if you guys wanted to jump in, you could jump in. They do uh, free weekends, I think, every like one or two months. And this uh, Black Panda, Black Panther content is also going to be free because they announced that all future updates and characters will be free that that kind of reeks of desperation like hey it's free please come play it well they 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 do that with the division they do that with destiny they do it all with the games for service games yeah but i would say that destiny and the division are more successful than this game no no destiny had a rough start both games had very rough starts yeah even as i say even the division had a rough start before it finally got rolled not as rough as destiny because we we gave Tricky crap for the longest time. You still do. <laughs> well, but that's because it's just a running joke here. But right. But yeah, I, I, if you guys went in right now, you would you would absolutely love the game and the content. But once you got to the end game, you completed the story, and you know you started grinding out your characters. That's where I think you both would lose interest. See, you lost me at grinding out characters. No, thank you. Do you have to grind out the characters for the platinum? Uh, I believe you have to get one character to full uh, gear. Um, I don't remember the trophies well enough to. I, oh, so I know you. I know you have to get one tro- one character to max. So you don't have the platinum yet. I do not. Okay. Uh, Felicia, uh, who used to be a Patreon producer with us, uh, I know. Uh, Felicia has the platinum. Awesome. So. Uh, and one day I will go back and grind it out. I just, right now I'm I'm hooked on so many other things that I just didn't have the time to do it. Uh, and the last bit of news uh, for announcements, Assassin's Creed Valhalla Siege of Paris expansion has, uh, has their release date, uh, and that will be uh, July 27th. That's interesting. Vikings in Paris. I didn't know that yes. they made it that far. Uh so there you go. Uh, the Siege of Paris follows the Wrath of Druids expansion, which was to cover the most ambitious battle in Viking history as Ivor and their warband attack the French capital alongside bringing back the 
back the black box infiltration missions, which offers new weapons, abilities, skills, and gear. Ooh. So that's already out. All the all these stories about the delays and announcements have all come from IGN and various uh, people. Uh, please go check out and read all those articles. So with that being said, we have to do one ad and then we get into our topic of the week, which we're going to go through as quick as possible because we're getting a long time. Uh, yield. One. This portion of the show is brought to you by Amazon. If you could and would, please stop by Proven Gamer first and click on any Amazon link and continue with your normal shopping. It doesn't cost you anything extra and helps out the site tremendously. For our topic of the week, uh, we are going to cover the 2021 Game Developers Choice Awards. Uh, I'm just going to tell you the winners and losers. and uh, or Excuse me, just the winners because I don't have all the... the um, Nominees. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so we're just going to go through real quick. Uh, Lifetime Achievement Award went to Aaron McWilliams. Is she? Uh, I don't know if that's a male or a female. I got to be honest. I'm sorry. Uh, Twenty year, twenty eight year industry veteran, creative director of the MMO Free Realms. The Pioneer Award went to Tom Phelps, the creator of Newgrounds. Game of the Year went to Hades by Supergiant Games. Wait, did you say Tom Phelps? Fulp, yes. Yes, also involved with Castle Crashers. Him and Dan Paladin. I believe Dan Paladin was the animator and Fulp was the programmer. Okay. Uh, Game of the Year went to Hades, surprisingly. Not surprising at all. It was in the conversation for Game of the Year all last year. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Actually, I I, I was going from the bottom up. I should have guessed from the top. Best Audio also went to Hades. Best uh, Best Debut went to Phasmophobia. Best Design went to Hades. Best mobile game but gets an impact. Uh, although that, that's available on console, so I don't know why that's best mobile game. Uh, Innovation Award went to Dreams. Okay. Best narrative went to The Last of Us Part Two. Best technology went to Microsoft Flight Simulator. That game just came out, so how how could that be? Like like literally, it just launched this week. Which game? Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, I don't know. I thought it did because there was like my Twitter feed and I've seen a bunch of people all jazzed and excited for it. So I'm just surprised by that. Anyway. Best visual art went to Ghost of Tsushima. Agreed. Best VR AR game went to Half-Life Alex. The audience award went to Ghost of Tsushima. And like I said, the game award went to Hades. Game of the year. Yes. So obviously, you know, Alex is really hyped up to play Hades. Yeah, and I was very happy that Ghost of Shima got as much love as they did. Uh, but does it surprise you that Hades... Now, I'm not taking anything away from Hades. I'm not shitting on Hades at all. But does it surprise you that Hades got the top bill over such games as Ghost of Shima or The Last of Us Part Two? No. Well, it... I, mean, I mean, I haven't played it from what I've seen. It looks like a really fun kind of hack-and-slash type game. And But before it made its way over... Well, it hasn't made its way, but... Yeah, but it had a it made quite the ruckus when it came out for Xbox and stuff. So I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, a good game's a good game, no matter what console it's made on. Yeah, Supergiant Games they are quite like the indie darlings. You know, one of those really beloved studios, Bastion being one of their big previous releases that got a lot of attention. And for a game like this, looks great. 
from what I heard, plays great. Obviously, the soundtrack got some love at the award show, too. So uh, I've, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about this game. And for an indie game like that to rise up and to be considered among the best of the year, among other games like The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Animal Crossing, you know, all these other games, when all those other games have AAA budgets, have big marketing campaigns, Hades doesn't have that. It just has, hey, play this game. It's really good. Word of mouth. What? Word of mouth, yeah. And, and for it to bubble up as much as it has and to be considered on a plateau with other other games shows you just how good it is. So no, it doesn't surprise me. Anything I've ever seen from this game looks great, so it doesn't surprise me at all. Also what's impressive, this being the, the game developer's choice. So I would surmise that all of the major categories were voted on by developers. So you've got peers, like Alex said, you've got AAA peers in the business going, that indie game is better than anything we put out this year. So they, you know, absolutely congratulations to them. All right. Um, you know, because because you saw the audience award went to Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, I'm, I just looked up uh, the, the, the winners and the nominees. Uh, so for Game of the Year, what was the nominees were also Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Half-Life Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, and The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, so 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 Hades beat out two heavy hitters from Sony. Well, and they also beat out the Half Life series, which is a perennial favorite among PC fans. And Half Life Alex is a game that Levi has raved about time and time again. And Animal Crossing ain't no slouch either. Ain't no slouch either from Nintendo. I would say that Animal Crossing has probably outsold both Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Two combined. Now, obviously, sales don't always equate to quality, but as far as like. Me having played all those games, well, not Half-Life or Hades yet, but me having played all those games, I would say that, yes, whether Animal Crossing is your style of game, it absolutely deserves consideration for Game of the Year. Right, and, uh, like, I, like, I'm not trying to say, like, Hades, I'm not trying to shit on Hades at all. I personally never played it, but it just surprised me that a game like Hades would topple, you know, four juggernauts like that. I mean, th th the games they were in the category with are no we're slouches. No, we're no slouches, yes. All right, uh, Yield, I just looked it up. In order to be eligible for the uh, GDC awards, mm -hmm. it says all awards are for the 2020 calendar year. Any video game which was released and made publicly available to consumers during the year 2020, in, uh, irrespective of platform or delivery medium, is eligible for nomination. Upgrades, expansions, and mission packs are not eligible. Maybe it was an expansion that was... was. I'm just saying, I just know that a lot of people on my on my Twitter feed and social media was all goo goo gaga that flight simulator, they could play flight simulator. So that's why I was just curious. I, 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 I was also curious too. That's why I looked it up. Uh, yeah. So there you go. So with that gentlemen, do you have anything you want to talk about? Any other games? No, it seems like they did a really good job picking their winners and their nominees. Yeah. All right. Uh, with that being said, we're going to close out the show. Uh, you know what? I'm going to save the, the listeners another ad. Yield your shout out, sir. Let's, let's do some shout outs. Okay. So I'll give a shout out to Tricky and Alex for recording. Shout out to uh, Night School Studios. I think I said that right. For a uh, After Party. I enjoyed the game. Uh, shout out to uh, Modos. Yeah, that was the producer, I can't remember the developer, for Scully. I'm enjoying that. Uh, shout out to 
everybody who tunes in for Rocket League Thursday, along with Alex, Homer, and Nitro for playing. Uh, shout out for everybody who commented in on the Build Your Ultimate PlayStation 1 collection with 15 bucks. Um, and shout out to really to everybody who has been joining in on Facebook lately. Our, our, we've been getting a lot of interactions with the community, and I really appreciate that. that that's really fun because everybody's got their own view of how the industry should go or like this topic, what games would you build for 15 bucks? So shout out to all of you. You're all awesome. We'll see you next week. Give a shout out to the listeners, the fans, the fuel to the fire that is Trophy Horse. Thank you guys for continuing to support Proven Gamer and Trophy Horse in any way you can, whether it be on Twitch or by downloading the podcast, spreading the podcast through word of mouth. We appreciate you all so very much. Give a shout out to Tricky and to Yield for jumping on here and recording tonight. Shout out to .emu, Guard Crush Games, and Lizard Cube for a fantastic game in Street to Rage 4, but also a year later releasing content to continue the fervor surrounding that game. Uh, an old school beat em up at heart with a new fresh coat of paint on it, an excellent game, and probably the best game in the series, so good on you all for, for putting so much care into this game. Uh, last but not least, I want to give a shout-out to my loving and awesome girlfriend, Ashley. Uh, I love you, honey. And uh, Tricky, sir, why don't you give us some shout-outs to close us out? Sorry, I had to step away for a second. Uh, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to the listeners. Shout-out to you guys, of course. Shout-out to Sweet Mama D. Um, but I'm going to close us off with a big motherfucking twerp you. Whoa! And I think everybody knows uh, where this is coming from, especially any wrestling fans. Twerp you fucking WWE. You release Bray Wyatt. How fucking stupid are you? He gonna make some money in AEW. I, I, I posted a picture, which I did in a wrestling group. How the fuck do you let go Bray Wyatt, but you rehire Eva Marie? I think, I think everybody's asking that question. All right. We'll, we'll close it out the show. Thank you very much. Until next week, happy trophy hunting. Later. song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash Even Philippines.